2: Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be back with you live today. I sound a little under the weather because I am. I end up, ended up coming home from my travels uh, with a raging cold. So there you go. Lots to talk about today, including the um, well this this new state police website. About a permit now. I, I, you know, this Measure One Fourteen thing. I was wrong, and I'm got to say that to you all right now. Uh, I was wrong because I believed, and, and I'm not alone. Uh, you know, you, you got to understand that the way we have seen things come down in Oregon previously, and, and I'm, I'm going to talk just really. Um, Honestly here with not that I don't all the time, but it just we you become cynical in politics. Okay? Uh, And and I hate to say this, but it is really true Uh, and you do because Politics brings out the best And the worst in us Is human beings And uh, I, the thing about this is, is that we end up just becoming really jaded and, and cynical about things. So I expected the Oregon Supreme Court to throw out the Harney County judge's verdict. Or not verdict, but his ruling in granting the temporary restraining order. And of course, Tuesday next week, they have the uh, hearing that judge has um, given the reason, or given the stipulation that both sides have to come in and argue further why that temporary restraining order should should remain in place or a permanent injunction. Now, the TRO is different than a permanent injunction and our side is arguing for the permanent injunction. The fact that the Oregon Supreme Court didn't do that is pretty stunning. You gotta remember, all seven members of the Oregon Supreme Court are handpicked by Kate Brown. Handpicked, folks. And they are. They're all leftists. All seven members of the Oregon Supreme Court have been appointed by Kate Brown. Now, I know the, the, the retiring... Supreme Court Justice Martha whatever. Walters or whatever her name is. uh, She has not been handpicked. By Kate. Excuse me there folks. Had to hit the cough drop. Yes. I have a cold. Anyway. um, The reality is. That they decided they weren't going to intervene Now it tells you a lot You got to go back to remember Kate Brown The judge in Baker Slapping down Kate Brown As not having the constitutional authority To impose the COVID mandates that she did The Oregon Supreme Court Found a way to In a very convoluted ruling To put together a couple of a, A ruling Based on a couple of laws that were passed 40 years apart and say wow that gives her the authority I expected that here with the Oregon Supreme Court I was wrong Lars was wrong all of us were wrong you know why because this thing is so bad in, in fact a friend of mine who is a, a, a fairly astute political observer but uh, not involved in the political world he's he's a guy involved in other things that has his own businesses over. He, he just mused to me. He said this, these judges know this thing is so bad that it's not going to survive. No, it isn't. It isn't going to. And I will tell you that judges still have an eye towards the future, meaning they know they have to run for reelection. Now the Democrat governor scam, where they resign ahead of time, right? The Democrat governor scam, where they they do that ahead of time. You know that that's how Kate Brown's been able to replace them, and it is a scam, folks. But at any rate, um, they're political animals. They're looking for the future. They know they're going to have to face. Re- and re-election at some point. And they know that if, I mean, they, they probably get what the blowback they've gotten, although it hasn't appeared to manifest itself in anybody running against the Supreme Court members that were up in the last election. They know at some point, if they get slapped down by the U.S. Supreme Court, or maybe even the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, a measure 114 they're gonna look really bad that's how bad this thing is and it is bad I was wrong I'm glad to be wrong aren't you anyway Oregon State Police has a new website up we'll talk uh, quickly about that uh, Freedom Foundation by the way and thank you Avis um Oregon Teachers Union membership has lost 20%. The OEA, the largest teachers union in Oregon, has lost 20% of its membership. And that is largely having to do with the efforts of the Freedom Foundation to let them know what the rights are under Janus. 20% is a lot. You take away 20% of the union money, that means Democrats have a harder time getting elected. Now, look, they'll find ways to get around it, uh, to be sure. In something else that I did not see coming, and I didn't see this coming. I hate to say it, but I didn't. It's Freedom Friday, by the way, and everybody on the line, hang on, I'll get to you in just a second here. Freedom Friday, 503 589 is a Power Buick GMC Talk Line, 503 Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Says Senator Kirsten Cinema, a Democrat, liberal, lesbian in Arizona. Just quit the Democrat Party. Just quit. Now, I'll get into that. I didn't see that coming either. I think that has um, is going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Now, there are three other or two other Democrat senators, former Democrat senators have quit the Democrat party. And it hasn't mattered because they still vote with the Democrats. By the way, I'm going to make a uh, prediction to you. Carrie Lake today will announce her lawsuit um, in Arizona. This uh, Today or Monday is the last day that you can sue because they've certified the election. There's a timeline there. You can expect that a lot of the argument that Carrie Lake is going to make is specific to Arizona and how that election came out especially in Marico- Maricopa County but also you can expect it's the uniqueness of her argument you can thank Mark Thielman for I'm not kidding you folks There's Mark Thielman's been in touch with them her campaign about his federal lawsuit and that particular argument there's more to say about that, but um, at any rate, we've got to go to the phones. It's Freedom Friday, 503 589 It's the Power Buke GMC talk train. We'll start with Ron. Ron, good morning.
0: Hey, brother. Um, just hope you have a good weekend right now. I'm in the in lode country of Jackson, California. Dropping off some trees again. But well, hey, hey. two points. Number one, the um, measure 114... For the state going through and do a rest. One thing is go ahead and say we're going to be set up like Russia before the Bolshevik Revolution. These small steps that they're doing in Australia, and New Zealand, and France, and uh, England, and Germany, if you do get privileged to have a firearm. This is what it's about. They don't want us coming, folks to have it. And the second thing I want to address, the little anti-veteran Jezebel, which I was hoping that she'd be locked for the full nine years, Miss Brittany Griner. She's a disgraceful American. And for this president and her and his minions, we know he ain't, puppet, he ain't running some puppeteer like Obama and his minions from that point, made this decision for to get rid of a man who was killed and cause more wars in the African continent and everything else, and then they're gonna go through and try to throw the race card up? They can kiss my American bum. but I will say this, people, you better be waking up. You better be participating in your local city, county government. If you don't, you won't have a country. That's
2: all I have to say. May God bless you and keep you. Thank you, brother. Be safe down there in California, and thank you for listening, I'm assuming, on the, uh, on the app. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, let's move on to Rich. Rich, good morning. How are you?
3: Morning. Doing good. Getting over
2: the head cold.
3: Uh, <laughs> my concern, or not concern, is that uh, the uh, governor and the Supreme Court here in Oregon talked with each other, and this is a stall tactic so that they can uh, play us out. And uh, come up with a more palatable but still bad 114.
2: You could be right. Uh, my guess is that they're going to, you know, based on that hearing that they had um, Wednesday morning, uh, my again, they allowed no testimony and so forth. I, it, it's pretty obvious that they intend to try to do something. The question is when? My guess is they're going to wait until, the legislature convenes. Uh, I thought they would probably try a special session, but it, apparently they're they're not willing to go that far. I think they see how bad this thing is too. I think they see yep. that it, in fact, the story today, uh, and and I have this up on the um, on my screen here. The well, story they today they need is more that time to Figure out point? how they're going to screw us with
3: this thing, <clears throat> and that well, yeah. this is a delaying tactic. So they're already talking. If the legislature is going to get involved, that means Canop and the rest of them are in collusion to really make it make it stick and make it really convoluted and screw us over.
2: Well, but none of the Republicans are, are going to do anything like try to stop something from happening.
3: No, he's going to assist in making it bad.
2: That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's called polishing the... Uh, I probably shouldn't use that word. Um, the, the coal? <laughs> the uh, the feces. Yeah. Polishing the, the feces. <laughs> All right. Thanks, uh, Rich. Uh, Caller, hang on through the break. Uh, I don't have enough time to get to you. Uh, it is uh, 619 in the morning. The KGW story about the new website, and we've got emails about this, on Measure 114 from the Oregon State Police. They cite a legal expert that he thinks that the measures ban on high capacity magazine sales could be the first that would go, meaning it won't survive. We'll see. Back in a moment.
1: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of
2: political coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: It's
2: 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us today on Freedom Friday when you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. It doesn't have to be anything on my plate. What's on your mind? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at am or jeff at news. Like the one from Matt about the state police permit website. Have you seen the permit to purchase, he writes? It's mostly redundant of an ATF form. However, I see you can be denied even after live fire and after the class is passed. It's completely rigged and is for sure a way to deny anyone the right to purchase. The permit is bogus Garbage. That's right. It is. Let's go to the caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you? Uh, hi, my name is Rob. Hi, Rob. I'm calling to say that I'm one of that,
4: what, I'm one of the 20% that you, uh, I'm oh, sorry, I had that feedback on, uh, I'm one of the 20% that you, uh, Said last or got out of the union. Uh, the frustrating part of that is that I want to stand for local negotiating, but the union setup will not allow you to only join your local union. You have to join the NEA and the OEA to be part of your local union.
2: Yeah, you know, this is so true. And the, the, the other thing about that, Rob, is is I mean, this, this is why instead of a national union, I don't have a problem with local teachers, firefighters or whatever, uh, that are government employees having a, an association that bargains and, and represents their members. I'm okay with that. But this national union thing, and I'll give you a great example, Rob, is that some years ago, Uh, the SEIU 503 here, I saw their actual internal books, and they were sending 50% of their union membership due money, dues money, back to Washington, D.C. It wasn't even being used for anything of their benefit here locally. And that's just wrong.
4: Well, I can tell you, because the research I made on trying to donate to my local union, but it closer to eighty percent of a teachers do that are paid each month go away from the local and go to the state national.
2: Wow. So so let me ask you, Robin, and first of all thanks for for being a part of uh, the show today and for calling us calling I, I just I wanted to ask you, how hard was it for you to leave the union?
4: Well there's definitely uh, pressure uh, from people, you know, that want to kind of guilt you into supporting negotiations and such. And that when I discussed that I had issues with the national organization and uh, uh, state association. I was told that none of my dudes go to support political causes unless I direct them that way, which is in essence true. You can choose to direct certain amounts towards political issues, but just the fact that their websites promote abortion bills and everything else isn't de facto support of politics. So if I'm part of that organization and they've got that on their bill, you know, on their website, and those types of things, I feel like my money is still going to support those causes, kind of the fact,
2: though. Well, it is, and it is. It is also that they they have a scam where they say that your money is being used not for political purposes, but for education. The reality is that money is being used for political education, political advocacy. And it is more of the the disingenuousness. So, Rob, thank you for uh, calling today. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being in the in the audience and being right. bold enough to share with Can us. I one. I'm sorry, I mean, to cut you off. Can I ask one more
4: question this question.
2: Sure, go fast.
4: So, do you think that the fact that we're forced to join the national organization and can't join locals is some sort of violation of the intent of the law?
2: I do actually. Uh, I have. I don't know if that's been dealt with in any respect legally. I've not heard that it has. Uh, I, again, I don't have a problem with a local uh, group of people organizing. You know, the the fact that they don't want you to do that, you know, speaks volumes. The fact that you have to be forced into a national organization versus a, a local is is just wrong, in, in my opinion. Uh, Rob, thanks. I appreciate it. Let's move on Thank to you. Ken quickly. Ken, good morning. Uh, what's hey. on your mind today? Well, one thing that
5: occurs to me with, uh, with 114, would it be possible um, to get a petition on the ballot for the next election to repeal that measure, especially with all the, all
2: the bad publicity that it's had and all the problems that are with it? Yes, it would. Um it may it, it, generally speaking it's really expensive to try to do that kind of thing. Yeah. But given I mean, th- this this might be look they got this thing on the ballot because of the emotion following the Uvalde shooting. Okay? Exactly. And they also got it on the ballot by lying to people about it, but that's another thing. They did it with volunteers. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry about the cough. Mm-hmm. So, is is it possible to do it without a lot of money, um, to get it back on the ballot, and and to repeal it? It's possible. It's not been done before, but given that it, that it really half of Oregon voters said no to it, would be encouraged. Right, probably That's can't a slim margin. Now. Yeah, by by. But my guess is that wouldn't happen until we decided. Well, the courts decided. Right, if the thing is constitutional. Ken, thanks. I appreciate it. You thank you. Have a great weekend. Six thirty. Back in a moment.
1: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee
2: with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes. Top of the hour. It's Freedom Friday. What you want to talk about today, anything politically, is on the table. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. By the way, I want to thank MyPowerHonda.com, Power Honda down in Albany for being one of our show sponsors. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. You're looking for a great new or used vehicle. Check it out. MyPowerHonda.com Got an email from Jim about the Brittany Griner trade. In fact, I have several. He says, Fair Trade, let me see if I have this right. We get a blankety-blankety-blank basketball player going back to its job. And a convicted terrorist arms dealer for the enemy goes back to his. Yep, that works for me. Fair Trade, right? And Timothy sent me the Oregon Firearms Federation whiplash, um... Newsletter For those of you who hadn't seen it, I will have it up on the show plan today. Uh, and Greg L. about the Celine Dion revealing the rare neurological disorder. He writes, poor little rich, poor old rich gal. Before she became well-known or an occult icon, I thought she was quite a hottie. While the vaccine may not have caused it directly, its immune suppressing effects have been attributed to de- triggering flares of Epstein-Barr virus. That in turn can trigger autoimmune conditions such as stiff person syndrome. It's very interesting. Julie writes an email about the prisoner trade. This is the Brittany Griner story. Paul Whelan, he is the uh, Marine, former Marine that's uh, stuck there. Paul Whelan must feel his country does not have his six. He's justified. He paid forward his ticket out of Russia. He stood for the flag. Our base, wherever he was, came to attention when the flag was lowered. On base, wherever he was, came to attention when the flag was lowered. He loved and honored his country. The basketball player does not love this country. She does not want the anthem played at games. That's true. She took a knee. So far as I can tell, she has done nothing to enhance this country. He is a he. He is white. He is a loyal countryman. He has a low profile. He has been there longer. She is a she. She is black. She is lesbian. She has a high profile. She also fits a profile Biden likes. CNBC had a report, which they later redacted, that Biden had a choice between Mr. Whelan and the basketball player. I tend to believe it. Biden took it. By doing this, he dishonored a Marine. I am fed up with woke and ashamed of a president who dishonors anyone who serves this country in favor of a person who meets a certain criteria. Those are Julie's thoughts. Uh, Let's go to the phones. It's Freedom Friday again, 503-589-1220. That's the Power View GMC talk line. Art, good morning.
5: Good morning, Jeff. It's a great day to be an Oregonian. I'm not surprised that our illustrious Supreme Court struck down that lousy law because, hey, almost 50% of the voters voted against it and they're not stupid. The state constitution is quite clear, Jeff. In fact, it's stronger than the federal constitution. And so they did the only thing that they could do, and now it's our responsibility to make sure that uh, our dear legislators do not change or try to change our state constitution and make it weaker uh, because they most definitely could try to do that but hey these judges aren't stupid they based it on the constitution, the state and the federal, their decision which is what the hell they're there for
2: well yeah so maybe you're right that they looked at the constitutionality of this thing i I tend to think that it is also that they're political animals, as you know that, and they look at the yeah half of the state I mean it barely passed half the state said no, and they're thinking about their political futures is Is that a little cynical on my part
5: well, Jeff, obviously we know that judges can be political, I mean there is no dang doubt about that, however when you have a law that is based in the federal and state constitution, uh, you can't run the risk as a judge to be, to litigation that they're not upholding uh, their oath of office. And the laws in the state is quite clear. In fact, it's stronger that they cannot screw with our right to keep and bear arms. They can they can do a background check to make sure we're not felons and stuff like that, but they can't
2: deter our right. You're right. Thanks Art. I appreciate it. God bless Jeff. Yep, uh, have a great weekend. You too, Art's one hundred percent correct there. The question is, is, is how far does that line go? And, this, and the state of Oregon argues that, well, hey, this is happening in other places and that it um, it's OK. It doesn't infringe on your right. You can still buy a gun. Uh, can you? How much is it an infringement? Well, what the U.S. Supreme Court ruled recently was that it really needs to be. Basically, what it was when the Constitution was passed. When that Second Amendment was passed. And I, I'm just simplifying it here. So, well, there's, there's a lot more to that, and I'll get into it in a moment here. Freedom, heating, and air, folks, can make you feel much better and be a lot more comfortable in your home. If during the cold winter weather that you're, well, we're all kind of experiencing right now. If it hits you hard, in that your HVAC system, your furnace, is just not working. It ain't keeping up with you. You're not warm. Give them a call. They'll come out, and they'll fix it for you right away. And maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for it to be upgraded. They can help you with that, too. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or check out freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedom, heating, and air all one word, dot net. Um, There's an interesting story today on the Liberty Daily about these seven Trump-hating rhinos have no plan to deal with unconstitutional election-altering big tech censorship. And that's absolutely true. Friends, over the the last few days, I was down in Arizona. Doing, trying to get a little R&R and doing some political work, working on a project. While I was there, actually was staying relatively close to where Joe Biden showed up. You know, at that chip plant. Well, I learned some interesting things about how deeply corrupt... a government is, including the Republican Party, or at least some in the Republican Party in Arizona. This all dates back to, I have to be careful what I say here, um, it just dates back to things that we know about Arizona in times past, And, and I'll just leave it at that, okay? It's worse now for a number of reasons. And there are some real patriots down in Arizona that are stepping up. Truly. One of the things that's been revealed, and I don't know if any of you have been following this, I hope you have, is the Gateway Pundit stories about Katie Hobbs directing Arizona. I mean, she's the governor-elect. Arizonans to monitor election speech. It came out yesterday, less than a week after she was caught working with Twitter to silence conservative speech online. Now, it's not just her, her alone. I mean, and, and that's what this Liberty Daily article is about. You see, it's illegal, along with Stephen Richer, who is the head of elections in Maricopa County, who worked with CISA the federal election to deny opposing views about a whole host of things, especially having to do with elections. That's illegal. It is constitutional. It's illegal. Somebody needs to be suing Katie Hobbs. Somebody needs to be suing Twitter. Somebody needs to be suing any elected official who engaged with Twitter any of them for unconstitutionally limiting free speech. A government agent, a government employee cannot go to private enterprise and ask them to censor free speech. You can't. They did it. It ain't happening. And it's wrong. There's more plus more on measure 114 all of this is freedom friday what do you want to talk about 503-589-1220 is that that's power buke Team? talk i'm back poverty. in a moment at 6 no that's not poverty
1: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the car.
2: Ten minutes before the top of the hour, last opportunity this week for you to... Call and uh, get something off your chest you want to talk about today. It's Freedom Friday. It means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at a m. jeff at kslm.news. Carrie Lake, by the way, is going to release her lawsuit today. I expect it is going to have shades of Mark Thielman's lawsuit in it, because I know he's been in contact with the Kerry Lake campaign. I'm going to predict to you there might be another lawsuit today or Monday by another Arizonan. And I will say that I had a little hand in that if it happens. Kerry Lake does call on Elon Musk to release all of the Katie Hobbs Twitter files and unblock the Gateway Pundit on Twitter. That's a story in the Gateway Pundit today. And speaking of that, and Gary, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. The second big uh, tranche of Twitter emails Elon has released came out yesterday. And guess what we found out? That Jack Dorsey in 2018 said, in fact, I think he told Sean Hannity this because Sean Hannity. In fact, I I think I heard the interview, if I remember correctly, said, we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints. Well, based on the Twitter files that were released, he was lying. Tucker Carlson. His show says documents reveal that blacklists and censorship of conservative users was happening. Now, what does all that mean? It means people lie to you. You can't believe anybody on the left. Remember, by any means necessary, lying is, is acceptable on the left. It's perfectly okay. And you can lie in front of Congress, as the CIA director did, or others. You can lie in front of them And nobody holds you accountable. Others can lie. We have laws. And we go to jail. I'm just telling you, folks, that we're sick of it. The people of America, I think, are sick of it. I'm sick of it. The only way we're going to fix that is for us to organize. And by the way, I hope that you enjoyed yesterday's show, the interview with Don Powers, because he... Points the way as to how you can really get organized and impact any organization that is volunteer based, whether it's a political party or other groups, that's volunteer based and has the ability to elect its, its um, officers. You just organize. You get more of you than more of them that oppose you. That's how you do it, folks. It's not rocket science. It's not done by one person. You work with other people and you go get it done. You just organize. And when it comes to Republican parties, if you don't like your particular county party and you want to change it, you do what Don did. You simply go out and you bring in all of your people, in this case, America First believers, which is more than Trump, by the way, folks. A lot more than Trump. This is a movement that after Trump is long gone, this thing will keep going. And it should. Anyway, you just organize. You get more of them who uh, apply to become precinct people. And then when it comes time to elect your officers, you just vote out the people that you do not think are representing you. Anyway, I, I hope you um, enjoyed that. Got to go to the phones. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. You there? Uh, I am. I was sorry. I was um, coughing.
6: <laughs> oh, I hear you. Uh, you taking your ivermectin and zinc? Uh,
2: I am taking the zinc. I haven't... Uh, I only got home yesterday, so I haven't taken the ivermectin yet, but I will. Yeah, I, I, was, I had the same thing.
6: The ivermectin had it cured about four or five days to where it was okay. completely gone, and another a number of people are uh, finding some good uh, results from it, uh, even with a, a bad cold. So uh, it's a miracle drug. Have you been paying attention to the, uh, the guy, Dowd, uh, who has uh, found... Uh, uh, evidence that there's a 40% increase in overall deaths since the vaccine uh, was rolled out using um, life insurance, group life insurance rates which Ooh. normally group in other words people that have jo- uh, steady jobs uh, normally they have a lower uh, death incidence uh, than the, nor- the general population uh, but there, he found that, uh, is finding that they had a 40% increase in overall deaths since, uh, uh, 2021, I believe the date was. Uh, and, uh, there's no explanation and really other than it, it has to be the vaccine, uh, is either killing people or lowering their immune systems, which is allowing cancers to grow. Uh, and all sorts of nightmare problems uh, from the vaccine uh, and it by all appearances it looks like they are just literally killing people
2: well I'm reading a story right now um, New York Jets rookie right taxel, tackle Max Mitchell just placed on the non-football injury list due to blood clots in his right calf and his lung you suppose that could have something to do with vaccination?
6: I think it has everything to do with vaccination and it's time for us to quit uh, letting them pretend that it's not happening and uh, accuse it the vax every chance we get. And here's the other thing, we need to be on this thing like uh, no other issue that we have been on because the more information that comes out, the longer this thing exists, the more obvious and the less uh, ability they're gonna have to deny that it exists. Uh, they're, at some point in time, people are going to have to admit that this has either been a huge mistake or a criminal act, whichever. Uh, and people have to, um, you know, pay for it in some form or fashion. And right now, nobody's having to pay at all, and they're, you know, they're trying to get to the stage where they can just wipe their hands of it and say, "Oh, I didn't know. I didn't." Well, yes, you did know. Your experiments all showed that this thing was a, a very dangerous vaccine. It's not even a vaccine. It's an mRNA uh, 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 treatment. It's nothing nothing but a very dangerous shot that people are taking.
2: Gary, thank you. Have a great weekend. Go be. Have a great weekend. Merry Christmas. Go Doug. All right, Bye. same to you. Um, Dale, thanks for the great email about requesting prayer for the suffering people of Ukraine. That's true. We do need to do that. Folks, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I'll be resting and recuperating. And I will see you on Monday. By the way, thanks, Eric Gazer, RighteousRenovations.com. If you're looking for a contract, you can oh. trust. He's